helping you fall asleep. I'm John Chidgy. You can follow me on the Fediverse at Chidgy and Engineer.space, on Twitter at John Chidgy or one word, or the network at Engineered underscore net. Sleep is supported by you, our listeners. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so via Patreon with a thank you to all of our patrons and a special thank you to our Patreon silver producers, Mitch Bilger, John Whitlow, Kevin Kosh, Oliver Steele, Leslie, Law Chan, Hafthor and Shane O'Neill. And an extra special thank you to both of our gold producers, Chip Solzenberg and our producer known as R. Visit engineer.network slash sleep to learn how you can help. Thank you. So now that that's out of the way, let me talk to you, just for a few minutes. British Chess Magazine, 1884, Volume 4, Foreign News. America. The return match between the New York, Manhattan and Philadelphia clubs took place on the 24th of November at the Natatorium Hall, Philadelphia. The same 15 players on each side as had fought in the previous match at New York again met in deadly combat but this time with a different result, for whereas at New York the Philadelphians held their own and secured a drawn battle, they were now unable to make any stand against the invading army and were defeated by nine games to four, two others being drawn. Whether this was owing to their transgressing the principles of the Quaker city by fighting within its bounds, we cannot tell. Perhaps the ghost of William Penn may have appeared to some of them, But truth it is that their arms, or rather brains, were stronger when at a distance from it, even though they may might naturally be somewhat weary with the journey. On this occasion, Mises Mackenzie, Delmar, Davison, G. Baird, Isaacson, Lippenschutz, Hannam, Cohn and Mole were the victorious knights in the New York Battalion. Mr. Teed had a drawn fight with Mr. Reichhelm and Mr. Devisser with Mr. Kaiser Mrs. Ryan, Simonson, J. Baird, and Blackmar were the vanquished, but the latter only by forfeit, on account of his absence, when the fray began. Mr. Zuckertort has certainly not gone to America for rest, though he may perhaps have found recreation in the various chess contests in which he has engaged since his arrival at New York. Since the simultaneous games with 23 opponents recorded now last, he has given two blindfold exhibitions, besides playing a large number of ordinary games at the Manhattan Club. In his first blindfold seance on the, November, on the 10th of November, he had 12 antagonists, but was only successful with four, drawing with two others and losing to the rest. The winners against him were Mises Rice, Isaacson, Pinkham, Marion, Baird and Fisher. The second exhibition was at the Steinway Hall on the 23rd of November, when he played eight opponents, among whom were the veteran F. Perrin, who played with Morphy in the Congress of 1857, the celebrated problemist, carpenter, and Mr. Parnell, the Irish leader's brother. The result was a victory for the unseeing player in the three games with Mises Carpenter, Perrin, and Pinkham. Parties null with Mises Frankel, Marion, and Parnell, and defeat in his contests with the two rising young players of the Manhattan Club, Mrs. Isaacson and Simonson. Mr. Zuckertort will probably be invited to visit the Montreal Chess Club shortly, and there is some talk of his also going to Havana. We are sorry to see 
that some of the American and Canadian papers continue to dub him the champion of the world, a title to which he has no right, and which we think he ought himself to repudiate until he has proved himself superior to Mr. Steinitz in a set match. The sixth annual handicap tourney of the Manhattan Club commenced on October the 22nd with 18 entries, including all the strongest players. The odds system adopted is much the same as that now in practice at our own St. George's Club. And Captain Mackenzie is placed in a class by himself. Mr. Del Mar is at present leading. A grand international tournament to be held in America early in 1884 is being mooted. The annual congress of the Western New York and Northern Pennsylvania Chess Association was to be opened at Elmira on the 26th of December, to which all the noted players now in the States have been invited. In Germany, the tourney at Berlin alluded to in our November issue is now very nearly over. There were 14 entries, among whom were Heron von Gottschall and Schallop, Dr. Blumenthal, and nearly all the chief local players. Heron von Schev and Sprecht had up to date made the best scores. About 900 marks, we believe, will be the amount of the prizes. In Australia, it is announced that, after some years' interval, the intercolonial telegraph match between Victoria and New South Wales was to be revived and was fixed to be played on the 9th of November. Our next advices will doubtless contain an account of this interesting contest. At the annual meeting of the Adelaide Club, a proposition that South Australia should in future take part in this trial of strength was considered, but no decision seems to have been come to. We earnestly hope that a triangular duel will henceforth form part of the chess news that we annually receive from our Australian colonies, and that in due time... Queensland will also find herself strong enough to participate in the intercolonial telegraph match. The handicap of the Australian club was fast approaching completion, and the first prize seemed by the score to be a certainty for Mr. Matchen with 16 won games and only two lost. <laughs>